I'm in a suit day and night, yeah, I done slay for it I never knew that if I rap, I could get paid for it State to state, different cities with the gang touring He ain't a beast, if he play, I had the gang storm him It's on the love of you, my brother, we got the same story Yeah, what you know about a kick, though? You wasn't with me, I was running in that house, bro Trying to get rid Beautiful people, what's happening? Welcome to my podcast, Public Comment You know me, Smitty been here for a minute. Uh, I told you, again, like I've been telling you, I'm bringing it to the people. I'm giving it to the people. Everything that you need, they need, we need, we all need. Um, before I start uh, with the introduction of the man to my right, almost directly across from me, there is no video right now. Again, I'm still working on this. I'm not a professional uh, videographer uh, in layman's terms. <laughs> uh, so I'm definitely trying to work this kink out, hopefully next time. But I thought it was important. Actually, I, I really do still, I'm gonna try to work on it to bring the video up because definitely need to see the face and especially the topic we're gonna be talking about today. Um, the topic is gonna be uh, real crucial and it's gonna be real important that you have a, 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 a mindful ear today to listen, to understand the words and the conviction uh, because it's going to center around our young folks. And you know that's where I'm at and that's where my lane I'm in is trying to help our young folks. Um, it's also going to do with some uh, sporting good stuff. So, you know, it, it's a plus. We're going, to, we're going to try to hit both angles of it. Again, I'm Smitty. This is the podcast. Uh, remember, you can find the podcast on anchorfm.com. It's also on Spotify. Uh, it's on Google uh pocket casters uh it's multiple locations you can find it and once you find it on one it can show you the other places that it can be found on um i can be found on facebook at edward russell uh on twitter at fit a real estate agent and then also on instagram yes on instagram at smitty underscore public underscore comment uh all those places you can find me I try to post relevant information uh, up to date regarding education and things in the educational world. You know that. All right. So here you go. It's that time. It's my pleasure to be sitting here in the office uh, yes. with this man, uh, Mr. Dyron Rowling. Yes, sir. Uh, welcome, sir. Welcome. Welcome. Thank I appreciate you. it, man. I appreciate uh, it. I appreciate you sir, some time off for us to finally get together. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important that we, we, we go across some things, yeah. um, but I, I do want to say this. I, I haven't known this man for super long, uh, but long enough to understand uh, some of his vision that he's trying to accomplish, which I extend extreme kudos to you. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. I met this young man uh, via some other baseball people when uh, my son was playing and uh, he extended an invitation for my son to play on the team and I got to tell you, <laughs> quick story about that. So <laughs> I had already had uh, my son committed to another traveling team. And then a mutual friend of Diamonds of Mine called me. Mind you, my son had already played a tournament with them. And uh, I, he had said, do you want to order the uniform? I said, yeah, man, go ahead and order the uniform. You know, we're fishing. Yeah, yeah. And so we actually played right there at uh, Al Patch. Schmidt tore it up. You know, and then Mike Brown called me and said, Schmidt, my boy got a team. I'm getting a team. Can Smith run? I was like, yeah, what's happening? He was like, done deal. I was like, all right. So I took Smith off other team. That coach <laughs> has not talked to me since, dog. He, <laughs> he was so blown at me. I was like, hey, man, I'm going where my boys go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When Mike called me, I was like, oh, yeah, we're here. Yeah. And um, that so that's how ride, I got man. introduced. Yeah, that's, that's how I got introduced ride. to this man, Dyron. And uh, ever since then, uh, my son was playing with his traveling team, his organization, mm -hmm. since he was uh, actually 11, mm -hmm. uh, 12, I think, and they was playing up. Um, and them boys, they were some bad dudes, but that's, I, I don't want to reminisce. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to give you some backstory 
on how all this friendship came about, exactly. this relationship. Exactly. And that's deep, man. That's a deep friendship, not to cut you off. Oh, but uh, it, it's funny, too, because uh, we have a logo. And our logo, you'll see. And I like, when I tell you this, you're going to go, oh, man, there's three stars. Mm -hmm. There's three stars on the left side of the logo, the A. And then behind it is a bunch of other stars. Well, those three stars are the original three teams, the black, the red, and the youngest, which happened to be Dyron Rowan, right. Fred uh, Ford Fred was Ford. a younger team. And then Shout out Fred Ford. Freddie Ford, and then who's still coaching our 60s right. now, and then Mike Brown and mm -hmm. Kirk Forbes, mm -hmm. or the other one, and Phil Schmidt was on that original mm -hmm. team. So those are original admirals, man. And so that, we dog. carry that. I tried it true, man. Those three teams, it's those three stars in the A. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. See, we wear something every day, dog. Yeah. I, I wear that. I still got hats. Yeah. I, we had about 35 uniforms. That's, that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know who they was playing when we were you when we was coming in, dog. I'm nah, telling you. Definitely. And, but what Deion said, you look good, you play good, you pay good. Hey, and I, <laughs> hey, you know what? As crazy as that sound, them boys. The, their their look preceded them yeah. when they came into the tournament. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, man, who's these cats? And this is all red and this is all black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And already right there, they was visually winning the game. Yeah. Power color, man. We went red and black because yeah. it's a power color. Yeah. Man. yeah. It was yeah. like, they didn't see it coming. And again, we came out of left field with yeah. strong uniforms, Ooh. strong coaching staff. With pro ball strong, experience, strong kids, kids that were just off off the charts, strong and when you kids. step into an environment like that, man, and it just shook up the baseball circuit. It literally shook up the baseball circuit. I agree. Uh, and you I know, agree. We fast forward, and now it's one of the top clubs in the country. See, so look at that. You know, so, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Because I, 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 I don't want to keep rehashing things, but if I could go back, man, just do that whole little thing all over. Because I mean, the baseball that they learned and the attitude that they learned how to pay, play baseball I think stuck with a lot of them young men to this yeah, yeah. You know, so and, I, and you'll see that's a lot of my, my focus and my vision like we talked about and then we'll get into that topic um, obviously you know going back to that mental part and that vision part that's key I mean we linked up because of that Facebook post I put up there absolutely now, a lot of people don't know this right now but uh, one of the guys that kind of grew up with kind of stepped out and was like yo man I'm into you know producing and editing and writing and videography and that whole thing. And I just think I need to document what you're doing. So that was a yes. chunk of a recording of a biography that they're doing on me, a short biography cool. on a time frame. Cool. So I posted it, but what was crazy, man, when I posted it, it went viral. Quickly. Fast. Quickly. Like fast. So then I started getting hit by the college coaches, mm -hmm. started getting hit by the circuit. Then I started putting it, I said, okay, I'll put it on Twitter first. And, you know, Twitter's instant. Yo, you see it, and it's body. done. It touches yeah. so many people so yeah. fast. But then I was like, okay, let me post on Instagram. So I took it and put it on Instagram, and there was a different audience. Mm -hmm. oh, yes. Yeah. I got the yep. moms and yep. the, the, the grandmas, like, yep. it, you know, hit me like, yo, this is a serious topic. I'm like, it's beyond serious because we can't see it. You know what I mean? You can't see it. Out we don't sight, see out the, of mind. Exactly. Out we don't sight, see the impact. And so it's like, man, like I said, I'm, I'm excited to get into it today. Yeah. Share with we you. Are. Uh, we are. Big props to you, man, Thanks, what sir. you've been doing. Thank you. Thank man. You. Uh, so, so let's start there. Uh, okay. Before we get into that, uh, how'd you come about baseball? How'd you come up through it? And then I think that will lead us into yeah. where we're trying to go. Some of the things you witnessed firsthand mm -hmm. in coming up. In yeah. baseball. So if you could just give us some yeah, background yeah. on that. Okay, yeah, I do. So again, baseball for me has always been a game uh that's different than, than just a game, right? Yeah. So for me, I'm an inner city boy. I wouldn't call it inner city boy. I'm a I'm a Richmond boy, 21st of credit. Southside boy, get, about yeah. as inner city as yeah. you can get. That's about uh, inner city as you're gonna get. And so, you know, grew up playing at East Shore Nickel Park mm -hmm. the whole night and um baseball at 11, 12. Okay. was taken away from us in certain areas because of the violence. At that time, mm -hmm. it was, you know, the epidemic that was going on. You mm -hmm. know, that was the Reagan era. You know, mm -hmm. that was crack and mm -hmm. everything else. And the youngsters was running the street and it just created war zones, right? So we couldn't play because it's the, the, the turf wars, right? right street right, wars. Right, right. At the park. So they started shutting parks down. But I love the game, man. My pops introduced me to the game. Mm -hmm. I actually played. He used to take me with buddies up in Berkeley. Okay. I played on set Powell Avenue, a team called Woody and Sons, Auto Detail out of okay. Berkeley. Um, that was my first go at baseball and, you know, I didn't know nothing about it when I first started, mm -hmm. you know, I was probably 
six, five or six. And I just remember going and uh, swinging and hit the shit out of the ball. Right. So the coach was like, man, this dude could mash. Right. You know? So then, you know, from those kudos and those accolades and, you know, and I was I was blessed, bro. My pops was in my life my whole, my whole life. You know what I'm saying? So I was fortunate, but I also saw a man that, like, was in everybody's life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then he was that person for anybody and everybody, cousins and friends or who not, who didn't have those role models. So anyway. Mm-hmm. For me, the game was was life. It was my escape. It's how I got away. I grew up in a big house, a lot of siblings. It was loud, and I'm not a loud, voiceless person outside the game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty reserved and pretty to myself. So it was my escape, man. Honestly, it was my way to get out. So right around 13, I started to travel a little bit. You know, I was fortunate enough playing on the first World Series team out of Richmond, playing on the second World Series team uh-huh. out of Richmond. So, uh-huh. you know, we had a group of guys that, you know, that are just ball players, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so my father, I think he saw that there was an opportunity there. Um, he was working at the time at San Quentin. Okay. And, uh, you know, stuff was just going tough in the city. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we just got to make a move. Mm-hmm. So we made a move and we expanded out the back of it when I was 14. There you go. Came out here and it was a complete culture shock. Yeah. It was night and day. I can imagine. You know, night I, and day. I can imagine. Go Richmond to Vacaville. Richmond to Vacaville in 80. Yeesh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 85, 84. Richmond to Vacaville now. Could be a little bit stressful. So, you know what I'm saying? It was, a, it was just a swing, man. And uh-huh. what I liked about it was that there was a lot of baseball here. Yeah. It came up in the summertime. So I went down, and this is a true story, man. I got on my bike. And I rode my first. I was upset, man. I was like, because I mean, the move happened so fast, man. It was like, the move was, hey, go pack your stuff. We moving. Mm-hmm. Okay, when? Right now. Right. You know, because you know, folks don't like necessarily tell you they plans. Be a kid. Let us be adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was out riding with my boys, and I'll be honest with you, man. We was having the uh, Safeway plant. Stole a bunch of bread right. and shit. Right, 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 <laughs> you know, right, 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 We took a right. bunch of bread and was having fun. You know, at the distribution center up by the tracks yep, yep, out yep, there. Yep, and yep. Uh, so anyway, we, we went from there and uh, we slid out and, and I came home and I had soap powder and bread. And my mom's like, boy, you been in Safeway again? Soap I was powder. like, no. Well, she's like, put that away. We moved. Mm-hmm. Literally, that was it. Wow. And so we moved with no boxes, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we came up here and uh, it was a good opportunity. Um, so. For me, it was my escape. It was something that I love to do, man. I just love the game, and it was my way to just kind of get away from all of the stuff that was going on. So. The 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 baseball, the baseball mm-hmm. with with the with them because I because I I didn't move, but I went from Oakland to San Leandro to play. That's how mom set it up. Mm-hmm. But that whole different that culture shock. How did that? How'd you deal with that? How'd you? At first, just who? At first, it was tough, bro. Like, like first, it was tough. I was a lot of fighting early. Really? Yeah, it was a lot of fighting early. And uh, for me, you know, because you know, you grow up in the Bay, you, you got to be good with your hands. Mm-hmm. You have no choice. Mm-hmm. That's just survival skills. Out here, it was a little different. Um, and I think a lot of it was early in the process was fighting, trying to establish who you were. Uh, a lot of kids, you know, just like there was culture shock coming into the community mm-hmm. there was culture shock within the community mm-hmm. when you came in mm-hmm. so for me it was mutual so early in the process it was that but then i just linked up with a, a good group of guys mm-hmm. um and like i said true story i rode my bike down uh i didn't have nothing to do i rode it down to keating and there was uh, i read something in the newspaper that morning it was like a city championship throwdown yeah, throwdown throw and see, here's how it was it was chris poland Okay. Who's a good little pitcher back mm-hmm. in the early eighties and nineties or late eighties, early nineties, Jermaine Clark, mm-hmm. brother, mm-hmm. who was an incredible player, one of the best players I've ever played with. So I got on the bike, I slide down, I go check him out. And I'm not kidding you, Schmidt. When I tell you it was six hundred, seven hundred people at, at Keating's pack standing wow. only. Wow. It was it was the most I got goosebumps right now, right, man. Right, it was right, the right. most crazy thing that I've ever that been a insane. part of. Yeah. And I just was like, this is a regular city championship game. Mm-hmm. But it was a showdown. Mm-hmm. It was A's versus the Giants. And you had African-American pitcher and an angle pitcher. And yeah. it was like, whoa. And they was dealing. And I think what ended up happening was like, Chris hit something. And I think Jermaine hit a bomb <laughs> off of him. And then they're both on the mound throwing yeah. and. So it was just a throwdown, and I and it's funny. Fast forward to today, Jermaine Clark is one of my best friends, my mm-hmm. dearest friends. I still keep in touch with him, and Chris Poland is the chief of police in town. 
or right. one of the top guys around. Right. So, I mean, that just shows you the community yeah, and absolutely. how tight it is. Yeah, but at the same time, it was a unique experience for me. And right then, I was like, okay, I want to be part of this. Right. How do I break in? So I kind of hung around the circuit, jumped on the summer league team, and mm -hmm. ended up playing with both of those guys that fall in summer. Okay. And then establishing myself as part of that that pedigree that yeah. could come out of here. But uh, I and even what's even crazier is that as the summer went on, the next year I heard about this guy that I needed to go see that was older than me. Mm -hmm. So I rode my bike over and I went and watched Mr. Mike Brown play. <laughs> and uh, I watched Mike Brown Sr. or Jr. Right. hit a couple big balls at right. back of high. Right. Um, and again, ended up being one of my good friends mm -hmm. and helped me start, you know, a good, good program. So anyway, that was baseball play, went off yeah. to college, did that mm -hmm. whole thing and dealt with a lot of um, what you normally deal with yeah. as an African-American player within the game. I mean, let's be honest. It's a different game. It's hard. To go in a dugout in the clubhouse sometimes when people don't look like you. Yeah, um, and how you deal with that is the biggest differentiator between making it and not making it. Absolutely. And I'm great. And, and I, before we go, I just want to say this, how important it is that if you're a parent listening right now mm -hmm. and you have a student athlete, mm -hmm. I don't care if it's baseball. I don't care what sport it is. But to instill in that young person that even the greatest kids in the city don't necessarily go on to play Correct. under the lights, but they can become chief of police Correct. in their community Correct. where they once owned the diamond. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And, and I want to make sure that I always stress that Correct. to young folks, Correct. You know that you can still be an important figure. It's not about being on TV every single day. It's, it's not, you man. Know? And it's how you impact, right? I mean, I take pride in what I do. I take pride in what I do for my community. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I take pride in what I do for the city. Mm -hmm. um, um, I think that both Richmond and Vacaville can be proud of the accomplishments as we put, you know, kids at college and kids on a national level. We got Absolutely. the number one. 2021 player in the country mm -hmm. that was born and bred and still part of our program. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like those kids, whether it be your son, little Mike, mm -hmm. uh, Tyree, Kobe, we sitting on three fives to four O's all day. Mm -hmm. All day. All day. All day. All day. Like there's no, there's no two fives on my team. There's no three O's on my team, right? So average is not <laughs> acceptable. And that's where the game changes. Average man. is not it's acceptable. Not. So I'm you're sorry. right. And that's the that's the cool part. And I think honestly, that was the difference between where I am today mm -hmm. and where, you know, even my family, my cousins that were great athletes, mm -hmm. they they weren't held accountable to the same academic standards as I was. Right. Understood. So that was the biggest adjustment going back to the original question of like, how was that transition? That transition was difficult, but it was good through the struggles after the fighting and the fighting against it and going right. against the grain because <laughs> all my friends were getting class and they weren't cutting up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they was mm -hmm, locked in. Mm -hmm. So then I kind of was cutting up and I'm sitting there going, I look like this odd man out. This right. don't feel right. right so right, then right, I kind of right, right. re reallocated my Positive priorities. And said, yeah. Exactly. It was the invert, the reverse peer pressure. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. I just, you know, I hear people say stuff all the time. Like, oh man, I'm worried about my kid and peer pressure. I'm worried about my kid. Man, there's, if you get with the right people, Absolutely. you don't have bad experiences. Absolutely. I went to college and I didn't have bad experiences. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I was around good people. I had mm -hmm. good experiences, but I didn't have bad experiences. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's, it's just about your surroundings. And so, you know, I think it's just dope, man, that, that people like yourself, recognize the importance of the academic side, oh. man. It's just it's man, huge. hey dude, I, I one of the things I like to do as a coach, and you never seen me coach, I, I don't really do baseball, but uh when if when football baby what I do man is I get the kids and, and I'll I'll put the football or the basketball on the ground and I ask them to stand on it. Mm -hmm. They can't stand on it. But then I get a book and have them stand on it. Mm -hmm. And I see these books will carry you a lot further than this ball will. And I mean that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And every kid I've ever coached, yeah. every kid I've ever coached, yeah. all I ask them is, how was school and how's your grades? Yeah. Don't care how many touchdowns you score, yeah. how far you hit, I, I don't care. Yeah. Talk to me about grades. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And every kid that I've coached will tell you that. Yep. Talk to me about grades, yeah. man. You yeah, no, that's funny, man. My wife's husband, my wife's husband, my that, wife's that, that, that would be you, dog. That's me. <laughs> my wife's father was uh, involved in my life at yeah, going through college playing mm -hmm. baseball, man. And, and it's funny you say that because come home and visit. 
in the winter time or whatever over the holidays, and that was one thing he'd always say. He's like, "Hey, man, you know, how's school?" Mm-hmm. Right? But it, he was coming from a different angle, but still, I get it. He didn't ask, you know, how the season going, how you playing, none of that. How's school? Why? Because as a man, he knows I got to take care of his daughter because we're serious. Correct. So it was a whole nother, and I, I peeped game early, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna latch on to this old head because right. he knows right. the game and what's going on, and, right. and it was the it was the move for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was the move, and it was positive. And so for me, I think that you know I try and preach that same message to my players, any player, right? You know, and and, and this goes out to you know what we're dealing with today with the COVID nineteen stuff mm-hmm. and the academic challenges mm-hmm. that we're facing. You know, I'm going to tell any kid, I'm going to tell all my kids as we're going to meet via Zoom and we're going to have a conversation on what's the next steps in recruiting. Right. Well, the first step is showing up to your Zoom on classes. Okay. First step is going, because right now I'm talking to teachers and they're saying that only a third of the student body is even checking in. Wow. Which is scary to me, bro, because now we're talking about parents. Parents have to parent now. Yes. And that's a whole nother ball of wax now, right? Man. Because now parents have to parent. You can't send to the school. Right. And I, and I see all these clips and all this funny stuff about parents saying, oh, come get them, take them mm-hmm. back and all that. But mm-hmm. there's truth to all of that. Yes, sir. And now as parents, it's our time to educate our kids and support the educational system. And that's right. where things are going to get real. And, and, and again, my man, this is more than baseball. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're doing this because in my circle of people that I'm trying to network with mm-hmm. as black men, mm-hmm. as black men, we are, we are faced with a time in our life, in our children's life that is so absolutely critical moving forward. Mm-hmm. And if you, as a parent, and this is, I'm glad you said that. Cause I want you to say it again, yeah. but it's time to parent. Mm-hmm. It's time to parent, and it's you can't take it as a slap in the face. Like, oh, I, how dare you tell me what to do as a parent? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. No, they're not telling you what to do. It's telling you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's your child's future that is at stake. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just wanted to, to, to say, please just say that part again. That it's time for a parent to be a parent. Man. Yeah, parents mm-hmm. have to parent at this point. Uh, we, 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 we have to support the educational system. And use that as a support system to educate our own children. So we have hit a reset button. Yes. We have hit a drastic yes. reset button. Yes. And I think that yes. a lot of our, I'm just going to say our upbringing, mm-hmm. a lot of our history, mm-hmm. a lot of our tutelage that we receive from not just our parents, but our grandparents. And if we're fortunate enough to know our greats are coming into play. Because we've hit an era like the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and we're not even. I'm not. We're not even talk about the financial part. Let's just leave that alone, right? Because right. we, we're, we're talking about what we're faced with, right? Yeah. Today, and, right and now, that's the struggle. We're going to go through a very challenging time where people are going to be tested, and you know, if you have the knowledge and you're prepared, then you're prepared, and that's where I think that you'll see a level up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a struggle, but you're going to see a level up. You you said a, you you know a couple things. It's it's the reset button. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an opportunity, and then it's about the preparation. And that preparation circles me back to what would have been our first question, but you already touched on some of it. The mental aspect of one being a player, which mm-hmm. I think you touched on to a certain, but then just the mental aspect of a young person mm-hmm. who has time on his hands now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who does they. You as grown men, I think we gotta understand what, what's going on. But a young person, 10, 15, 20, mm-hmm. that mental anguish that's going on. Well, I think the worst thing that you can give a person is too much time. Amen. So <laughs> that's the scary part when we start to have that much time and the amount of time that kids have now, or even adults have, you start to think too much. Right. What they what they, what they yeah. say? Uh, I don't mind the devil's playground. Playground, exactly. You're absolutely correct, and mm. I think that that's the scary part now because I have watched the uh, the clock completely go away. Yeah, the, any type of normalcy is gone, right? And and even within the work structure. So I'll give you an example. I had a computer issue last night. I was dealing with. I needed to call some IT folks to take care of it. 
And I just ended up shooting them an email because I was working at 8 o'clock. And they're like, just call me. Eight thirty right. at PM. Right. What do you mean? Just call you? No, just just go ahead and call me. Yeah. So call them. We couldn't figure it out. So they said, okay, send it, send an email to the director. So send an email to the director, financial lady or whatnot. And uh, she says, oh, it's eleven thirty. So just just call me. <laughs> I'm not. First of all, I'm not calling you. It's eleven thirty at night. I'll call you in the morning. <laughs> what time you get in? But the reality was the concept of time yeah. is gone. Totally. Kids are up till three, four yeah. in the morning, sleep until ten. What does wow. that do for wow. their psyche? What does yeah. that do for their work ethic going yeah. forward? What happens? Time management skills. Time management skills are shot because yeah. we don't have anything to do. Okay, now we're going to give you your homework on Monday. You check in via Zoom on Wednesday, and it's completed on Friday. Right. So I only got to see you twice. On video. On video? Yeah. Come on, man. Like The, the, the mental health of the youth is going to be bananas and if you don't step up and educate your kids now provide structure back to them and well i'll tell you what i did we got first i was gonna week. say how, how, how be straight up man i got two 17 year old twins man and they're good students good athletes um structured but we've always had soccer and baseball mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 365 Right. So that would, plus school, mm-hmm. plus I go to work. That's mm-hmm. part of the structure. And now, boom, it's all done overnight. Wow. And yeah, you, say that again. Throw that point back home because I think that it's not just you. And, and, nah. But say that everything that you was doing is now everybody's at the house together 24-7. Done. Everything is done. Now you're back to the days where we 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 have lamps. We, you know, we got, we got firewood. You got video games and you it's, got, and that's a whole nother yeah, yeah. era. I want to, I want to, I, I, because I didn't even, till you just said that, how absolutely insane is that? Circling back to parents being parents is that mom and dad used to leave to go to work. Mm-hmm. We went to school mm-hmm. and then we went to practice and then we probably did whatever. And then mom and dad uh, came home, cooked dinner or whatever the case is. Yep. We probably get 15 to 30 minutes. Somewhere around 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night. Yep. Now it's time for bed or we go to our rooms or whatever. And redo it all over And again. we start all over there. Now, we are all together, 24-7. 24/7. There's no – and this is the point I was trying to make uh, uh, the other day. Humans uh, are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And muscle memory and brain association. Brain association, there's a school. I learn at school. School's not there. It's out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. I ain't, ain't going to do. Yeah. How – if, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, I need you to just take a time to close your eyes and understand what the work that you may be doing. Mm-hmm. That you might be a single mom mm-hmm. with two or three kids or one kid. It don't even really matter. Mm-hmm. But you was doing your thing. The child was doing their thing at daycare or school or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. here we are together. Mm-hmm. We have a problem. Well, we have to understand that there could be a possible problem in education, mm-hmm. the mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think you touched on that about how to at least explain it to your children. Yeah, and have I a think conversation the, there's that, two things you got to explain it to me. This is my opinion. Like I said, I can't tell nobody the parent. You have to explain it one, but two, I think that you have to lay out a foundation of expectations. Mm-hmm. Meaning, okay, lights out at eleven thirty. Yes. We get up at eight, and if you don't have anything to do, then let's go for a walk or let's go for a jog. COVID-19 is not saying don't go outside. Absolutely. It's just you can it's, still, it's, move, still move around, yes. right? It's the fact that you can't be in social environments six feet where you can exchange the virus. Okay, I get all that. Yes, yes. But every morning I'm out walking four miles or whatever, just walking, just mm-hmm. because it's okay. Right, right, right. And I still have to get up and go to work. So I go to bed. And for the first week, I was a little off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. in. But then I'm like, okay, I have to reset. Now I go to bed, I get up, I walk, I take my shower, and I go in my office, which is still in my house. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to yes. work. Yeah. And I'm in my office. I take my lunch breaks and I do whatever I need to do, whether it's virtual calls. But you got to get that same structure to the kids. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. even though that kid's a 4.0 student, his brain is not developed analytically to say, hey, this is not going to help me down the road. Listen. So it's only going to help me now. So... He's just going to say, okay, cool. I did all my homework. Now I'm going to play video games for nine hours. Right. Like you said earlier, we're creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So guess what? When you let him go to college, 
because he did get the grades, right? He's going to go to college. Now he's in college, and the same schedule applies, where yes. you only have class. We only got one class a day. So am I going to sit around for nine hours and play video games? Right. Or am I going to be productive and get ahead of life? Am yes. I going to go train? Am I going to hit the gym? Even if you're not an athlete, yeah. am I going to go to work? Am I going to be part of society? Am I going to grow? Can I take extra classes for my majors? We're not conditioning them to learn that way, their brains that way. We're not setting them up that way. Mm-hmm. So guess what? If I, I've i been doing this and it's working, it's cool, and I'm still getting right. the grade, guess right. what? I'm going to want to go to college. I'm going to do the same thing. Nobody's going to tell me any different because it's been working for yes. me. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. where I yes. worry. And then you lose this part of the mental development where even peers in a positive light. Mm-hmm. So we talk about the athlete. We talk about our kids who had a great right. upbringing, right? Right, right. Um, but we aren't talking about that kid that's abused at home. We aren't talking about that kid that don't have both parents at home. We aren't talking about that kid Man. that – Hates his parents. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. We are talking about that girl that's been abused by this or that or even abusive boyfriend who now has a playground to come to her house because both her parents are at work. Yes, sir. What do you think is going to happen when it's time to go back to work and you don't have the school systems to watch your kids or the child wow. care? Drugs are going to be coming off a problem. Opiates are going to be an issue. We're back to 101. We're going to have young teenage mothers, which we just broke that, bro. We was trying. Yes, sir. We just start trending up, and now yes. we're going to go back. Now, I'm not putting yeah. that on our children, yeah. but when you leave them time yes. with nothing to do and no structure, yeah. summer just started uh-huh. in April. Uh-huh. I, I, mean, I just said that earlier. You guys, you got a six, seven-month summer right? with nothing to do. And you're bored in two weeks. That's the scary part. Yeah. I, I you're bored in two weeks. Two weeks, you don't know what to do, right? Two weeks, all of the things that are at your fingertips from a social media standpoint are no longer fun to you. Correct. Now what? Now what? Drugs. Drugs. And I, I, that's, that's you know what? That's unfair for me to say. The, I should say that could be an option. That's that's something that... Is, I, 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 I like to say that, but you got to remember that our kids are heavily influenced with entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the culture, yeah, I, entertainment I, I is drugs, I, and, and that's and why I say like that. And this and so for me, it's hard. And again, I'm I keep myself young mm-hmm. because I'm I'm around kids mm-hmm. seven days a week. Mm-hmm. So for me, I see a lot that most parents probably don't see. They can't recognize. Mm-hmm. I understand what every kid, you know, it, it, that I'm around is experiencing for the most part. And I also see the whole, that's not my kid. Well, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the just, parent that's yeah, saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Not my kid. Well, yeah, it's, it's my kid, right? So I worry about that. And, and if you don't have that relationship with your child, man, we, we, we well, well, then, then if that's it, then it's time. Then you have time now. We hit, you just like you said, we hit the reset. reset button. So now it's that time to step up as a parent and, and, and build that bond and build that relationship and ask those questions, you know? And so I just wanted because everything is follows to the next question is like with the impact mm-hmm. of of shelter in place, mm-hmm. quarantine, mm-hmm. social distancing, the impact that is going to have not just on the young folks but the community as a whole. Because I look at things like you said earlier uh, about the, the 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 championship game when you had mm-hmm. six hundred people there. Mm-hmm. The community is out and about. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you think that locking people down is going to affect the entire community? Uh, I think you know what, man. Can I we think, get back to playing baseball? Yeah, right. We want to, right? That's the goal. But the the sooner we keep our asses in the house, the sooner we can get back to playing baseball. Because it's not a matter of whether you have the virus or you don't have the virus. The virus is in our community or not in our community. It's the fact that certain individuals with certain power Mm -hmm. can say yes or no. Mm -hmm. So basically, we're on restriction and we have to do shit around the house in order to get out when it's time to get out. I mean, that's just the reality. You can't change that because if it goes to martial law Mm -hmm. and they go to locking us down because we don't take control of it. Then what? Then you're going to have an uprising. You're going to fight against the current. Well, we know how that works. Right. Absolutely. I, I, I agree. You know what I mean? You can't fight I, City Hall. No, no, no. And uh, I guess what I was trying to get at is just the, and I'm just going to use this because I know it. Mm-hmm. Here in Vacaville, mm-hmm. we have 
probably the best team in the area of Akka High Baseball, that is. Mm -hmm. I think the city was looking for three in a row. Mm -hmm. And then now you got parents, mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. You probably got siblings who are probably interested also. Mm -hmm. Then you have alumni. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking of the whole mental part of like, the greatest season that never happened? That's never, never going to exist. It's, it happens all over America. Get used to it. You know? Get used to it. Everybody thought that uh, Michigan Fat Five should have won it all, right? And then here comes Duke. UNLV. Yeah. Right? Oh, come on, man. Spot. Like, come spot. on, man. That's Larry Johnson, yeah. you know, Stacey Greg Anthony. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> Think about that. Uh, there's this, this story has been written. Right. No. I, 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 and, 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 and what's really scary is as much as we thought. Mm -hmm. If you look at their 500 record going into, uh, and I don't want to miss misspeak, it's a fantastic team, and I got a lot of players that mm -hmm. undeveloped on mm -hmm. that team. Mm -hmm. um, but if you look at their record, they weren't trending to to win at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think everybody wanted a shot at it, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. You had people transferring yeah. from other schools yeah. and going there. I, mean, I heard just <laughs> and deliberately saying, "Hey, I'm going to to, to get a ring." Right, 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 so, right, 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 right. You know, you had people that weren't playing. Rosters were stacked, stupid deep. Mm -hmm. All those things, and it's all great, right? I, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all supportive of that, 100. Mm -hmm. But what people have to realize is, for the greater good, your personal gain didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So if I gotta stay in the house, I gotta stay in the house. Right. It sucks. No, no, no. But it, it, I, I, I told my kids the reality is this: I have a mother-in-law who's seventy plus years old, mm -hmm. three bouts of cancer. She beat it. Mm -hmm. she, she's her health is not good. My father-in-law's health's not great. Mm -hmm. The compromise is you got something you don't know. You carry. You True. have no idea. You go visit grandma and grandpa. They True. die. Would you rather stay in the house for three weeks, mm -hmm. or would you rather have your grandparents around? What I mean, come on. Perfectly said. Like, come on, man. What, what's the what are we talking about? Like, Perfectly okay, we're worried about money. Why? Mm -hmm. We have the power to freeze, freeze, mm -hmm. the, freeze everything. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to freeze. We just dropped trillions in. We didn't. Mm -hmm. That money's not sitting in the bank. Right. We just printed more. Come on, man. And if you want to talk about the dollar, if we really want to get on the dollar, no, 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 no. The dollar's overinflated yeah, hey, anyway. I'm here to follow you. Guys. I'm <laughs> here to follow you. We so, can talk money. Yeah. To, so but, I mean, for me, the reality is, how the community is going to handle that. Just handle and support those kids. Simple as that. So, that? so I, because I, I really want to touch some other things yeah, that, yeah, we, yeah. that I didn't do in there, but I got, but I, I just want to, as far as the, the 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 mental awareness and health and just emotional state of young yeah. folks, the best thing that I've heard from you is, is to talk to tap your in. children. Yeah, tap in. Well, I know this is also for the. Don't let them sit there and play PlayStation all day. Yeah, this is also for the coaches and the, the so-called coaches and mm -hmm. the so-called mentors mm -hmm. and the so-called uh whatever mm -hmm. champions mm -hmm. it's time right it's, it's time it's time time for you guys as guardians to step up and do your job and i'm not talking about okay i'm gonna take care of my own no no you need to reach out to those the rubber to the road. Like, hey babe what's up yeah i call you you call me coach okay cool i'm your mentor yeah. right i'm your rock okay cool well, we got to talk about some rock shit yeah and that's real Listen, what's your schedule like? Rock you got shit. Going? That's what we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How are you doing today? Exactly. Did you do 100 push-ups? Exactly. Did you read a book? Exactly. Half a book? Exactly. Three pages? Exactly. Something. Something. And and again, think about kids. Kids in sports. And let's just get back on that sports yes. topic. Yeah, kids in sports, our kids' age has had a hitting coach. Mm -hmm. They've had a coach, a summer ball coach that's mm -hmm. year-round. They've had you or me as a training coach every day of their life, right? Mm -hmm. It's gone. Yeah. I can't be around you. Right. I can only be six feet away. I can't be hands-on with right. you. Right. So right. I don't feel like I can train you. And I don't have anywhere to go because all the parks and schools are shut down. Right. So how are we going to train? What are we going to do, boss man? Mm -hmm. So, again, the reality is figuring out, figuring out creative ways to engage with your pupils. It's time, it's time to be creative, like you said. Rubber hits the road now. Yeah. What kind of mentor are you? What kind of coach are you really? Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of coach? And I, and I always said that because I, I when I think about that, when I say about coach, I go back to, I, I think his name is Eric Spolstrom, the coach of the Heat. Yeah. You know, when he first hopped on, Brown was there. Everybody was like, he ain't no coach. He's just there. Brown's a coach. Yeah. You see him now. Shot caller, right? Hey, the Heat is raw. And they. And I don't know if you can name one person on the team other than uh, my boy Butler that went down there. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, 
I, I, I think it's important. Uh, and again, I've I seen uh, the video, the clip uh, yeah. of the mental awareness of the young folks, and, yeah. and I really hope I people take about. this to heart. You know, um, I don't know if you want to go any further down that road because uh, I don't want this like we're bashing parents. No, nah, man, I just want um, people to tap in and help it's coaches and mentors. It's now time for us to do our job, and I can really just say that wholeheartedly. Like it's time for us to do our jobs. Yeah, man. and we have to be creative. I'll give you know I'll give my secret right now, man. Straight up, I went, bought a bunch of gloves, got some Lysol, went to the garage, took some painters tape. Build ladders in the garage, uh, revitalize the old cage and some yeah. nets and some bonnets. And look, I take two pupils at a time. Guess what? Give a half hour of my time to my entire team, my right. entire club. Right. And just schedule it out because I'm not doing it anyway. As long as we practice in social distancing, yes. it's going to give them some type of normalcy that they've had in the past. That's so, it. So I, I love that idea because I, I, I think I put this on Facebook last night. I don't know where I put it, but. I said, well, why don't we do this for schools? Instead of because as you well know, kids learn different. Mm -hmm. Some audio, some visual, mm -hmm. some hands-on. Mm -hmm. So instead of just saying everybody learn from home, like you, why don't you just clean your classroom, have two kids come in at a time mm -hmm. for 30 minutes? They see the teacher, you get to learn hands-on, whatever the case is, revolve them out, lights all down, bring in the next two kids. Mm -hmm. And they can come every other day. You keep them back to our point, the the muscle memory, the brain association, mm -hmm. the connection with the teacher, Some normalcy, normalcy. You know, until we can figure out the next step mm -hmm. on getting schools back open and generated to do mm -hmm. what we got to do. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, this is an area of unknown and uncharted yeah. waters, man. Nobody knows what's right, and I commend everybody in the government system, the judicial system oh, yeah. for what they're doing, because I can't tell you what's right or wrong. I don't know. I've never lived through any pandemic, so right. I, don't, I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not here to cast judgment anyway, right. but you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, I think that if we can come out as a better civilization, then it's a win-win. Anyway, yeah. we, we win the war. We're going to have some casualties, yeah. right? I mean, it's just a blessing that this war is 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 not taking the young, able, and smart, creative minds. Not that the, the elders don't. Right. No, I understand what you're You know what I mean? No, I but you know I what I mean? Like, I look at the numbers and I look at the statistics and I want to get control of it so it doesn't get out of control. But at least those innovative and creative kids that can keep cultures going are able to keep moving. Right? I agree. So for me, it's like, you know, if we got to thin the herd, I mean. Thin the herd. It hey, sucks. So, so I, I, we, I know you got to go. But yeah. I, I, so uh, I think that you just said the win-win. I think the win-win out of here, and you probably agree with me, is mm -hmm. that, one, we find out what family is again. Mm -hmm. uh, we oh. connect. We build that bond. And then hopefully that that travels yeah. with our children into education and the sports or whatever field, you know, whatever it is that they do. Well, it's that foundation, you know? Schmidt. I mean, that foundation is big, man. And I think right now we're hitting that reset button. You have time Love to that reconnect reset button with your kids. And, yeah. you know, you have that time to reconnect with your wife, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, and then I think that the business culture is going to shift. You know, and I'll leave you on this one, man. On a high note, uh, I had a big meeting. Uh, the other week via conference call, it was a WebEx, and my daughter had a, a class thing on Zoom, mm -hmm. and then my son had one right after her. So it was like 11, 11, 30, and 12. Mm -hmm. So because we're home, I said, okay, I'm going to make lunch for the family and, you know, do that whole thing, and, and it's been great. Like, it's been real. That's the positive of all this. Absolutely. So I get to cooking on the grill, and my daughter's on the phone and she she has some challenges with her website. So I fixed that. And the teacher's talking to kids and kids are like, hey, how's it going, coach? Hey, what's going on? As I'm cooking in the mm -hmm, backyard mm -hmm. for shorts. Then it's happened to be like 73, 74 degrees out, beautiful day in the backyard. So I'm on the grill and then my son gets on his little computer thing and in, uh, in his classroom and they go. So and then I'm getting ready for lunch and then I was like, oh, I got to get on my call. So I'm on the call and I tell the people, I apologize if you hear the grill, but I'm making lunch for my family because, mm -hmm. you know, we shelter in place. And a lady's like, oh, no, my dog's going to be running around. Right, my husband's right. going to be Real dead. life. And it was, like, such a reality, yeah. man. Like, yeah. it was real life where people were, like, stripped. It was like, look, check this out. We can get what we need to get yes. done. Yes. And still have 
our family. So it was accepted yeah. in business. Outstanding. To be just doing be normal everyday stuff. You ain't stuff. got no suit on. No, man. It was it was it was it was reality. And what I think's gonna happen in the reset is you're gonna see more of that. And that's good. That's a positive uh, thing, uh, man. I, and I, I love it. And we're almost out of time because I know you gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna let you either say you want to talk about this or not for yeah, two go. minutes. Let's go. You know how I think you know how I am with baseball and my son and, and whatnot and like you said, we there was we set off a problem when we walked in with the Addicts with the black <laughs> team. Yeah. We turned heads every time we walked in. They was like, "Man, who is those black kids right there?" Now, granted, it was some other kids on the yeah. team. Don't get me wrong, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for the most part, yeah, it was some bros on that team. Yeah, and I want to say this, then I'm gonna let you. I can only speak for my son. When I took him to camps, tournaments, or whatever the case, outside of Addies. He was probably one of three, maybe four, black kids mm -hmm. in the entire showcase, the entire tournament, the entire camp. Mm -hmm. He is probably the best top three out of every 250 kids there. Mm -hmm. How we get more black kids into baseball, man? Oh, that's a that's a that's a grinder. <laughs> that's a tough. I know six. you got an opinion on it. Six. We yes. talk, you a baseball man? I am. Like so, and I say where I'm at. And I, it's, it's a tough, tough, tough conversation. And it's a conversation that is had often. Mm -hmm. I've had it with power five schools. Mm -hmm. I've had it with very strong schools that, that play regional world series. And I talked to some of the, the most elite coaches in the world. Um, I'm part of USA baseball staff. So when you say that I see it, um, and I see the deficit, mm -hmm. And there's a couple of things, right? I think that the numbers are trending back in the positive. Um, I think the biggest thing we can do is get more guys like Anderson from the White Sox mm -hmm. in the game, who's bruh, mm -hmm. right? He's not from you know a certain demographic, he's a bruh, hey, bruh. and he carries himself that way. Um, and so we need to have more. You know, insight to Major League Baseball, we need to give, and when I say that, we need to give African-American players the vision of college, okay? And and that's the difference, right? So uh, selfishly for my players, I introduced them to college and that college experience earlier because I had it. Mm -hmm. Most coaches in our inner cities are playing to get to the Major Leagues and not to college. Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of could be part of the part of the not that there's not there's a problem that could be part of the reason for the shortage mm -hmm. um but when you look at the games that are prevalent in the inner city where mostly it's predominantly black it's basketball and football right right, um, right. so right. for for us there needs to be some revitalization within baseball in the inner city which means that major league baseball has to do a better job of getting back in the inner city right um, if you look at the coach from Michigan that was in the yeah. final game, uh, digging. Yeah, he says, I go where the brothers are, man. I don't, I don't go where, you know, kids can afford to play. I go where kids can play. Exactly. I don't do the travel ball circuit. And right. now he's in the biggest game of his life and was close to winning the College World Series. And I guess that wrong run from Vanderbilt. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, come on, Kumar. <laughs> he, dude, that's something. But, again, uh, I think part of it is that um, – and I think that if we just do more of uh, accepting of different cultures within the game, you know, keep in mind how the Puerto Ricans and the Dominicans mm -hmm. and the Venezuelans got in the game, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you really go back and do your history, which I won't go down that road, I encourage listeners to go do the, do some research. Do your due diligence. And you'll find out how they got in the game, right? Uh, and I just, and you know, tell you that they were cheap black players. I understand. Because <laughs> they are really black. You Don't know, get it twisted. And that's, but anyway. that's how it was perceived in the game. So, but how you get more, I mean, I think it's, it's a crusade, man. It's a crusade, brothers. I'm glad you're on the crusade, man. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you on the crusade, brothers like Mike Brown, mm -hmm. Kurt Forrest, my boy Brian Taylor. Uh, you know, D Brown, D like this guy's pushing, it, it, man. It, it, we, we, and we gotta have to keep at it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not enough if you really look at that right now. If you look at the amount of African American managers, you look oh, at the man. black college coaches. You know, Division One. I, I think they just introduced like two. So, so. Uh, my man Dyron got to go, but I had to touch base with him <laughs> on that. 
Um, and as y'all well know, and if you don't know, uh, I, I got my own nonprofit now called Bruh, and we definitely gonna be pushing to make some changes in this whole wide world. I'm gonna start in the city first, and then we gonna we gonna branch out. We gonna touch some people. I'm gonna even talk to this man right here. He don't know it yet, but I'm gonna talk to this man right here because we gonna get we gonna make our own tournament, and it's about to be fire. I guarantee you, I'm about to bring. <laughs> I told y'all when I started this show, I'm going to bring it to the people and give you what you want. When I put this tournament together, I bet you we turn heads with every little kid we bring to the tournament from 10 on up. Anyway, that's the story. That's it. Uh, Mr. Roland, sir, yes, sir, where can the folks find you if they want to reach out before you get a part of the program? Or uh, it's pretty simple. PlayAdmiralsBaseball.com. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Admiral Baseball. You can find us on Instagram at Admiral Baseball. You can find us on Twitter at Admiral's Baseball, and it's with the big red A. It's pretty go. easy to find, man. And like I said, um, go ahead and look us up. Please, please reach out. And um, definitely love to see and hear more from uh, good individuals, even people concerned with this mental health stuff. Absolutely. Like I said, I can give ideas and uh, things that I'm trying. And uh, like I said, just be a voice of reason. So I appreciate so. you having me, my brother. Thank you, man. Thank like you, said, man. Thank, thank you for giving me that time. For sure. Thank you for giving me that time. Uh, well, folks, there you go. Uh, Mr. Dyer Rowland. Uh, with the adult salute, sir. I y'all don't know, but you see the pictures <laughs> I put up of the ones we won. Hey, a lot of them were just saluting. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Um, understand this we in this together, we in this together. It's gonna take everybody to be on board to lend a helping hand just to ask someone, How you doing? Even if it's not your kids, your neighbors, somebody, how you doing today? You you heard what he was saying, man. It's a mental part of this whole, this whole scenario we're dealing with right now. Ask somebody how they doing and see where you can support them at. You understand that, all right? Um, there you go. That's today's show. Public comment. Again, I'm bringing it to the people what you want to know, uh, what you need to know. All right? It's good info right there. Yeah. You can find him at Addie's Baseball. Uh, please, please reach out. Uh, also, you know where to find me. Over here at anchorfm.com. Over there at Spotify, you can find me on Facebook, Edward Russell. Uh, the page is the Bruh page, B-R-U-H. You can find information there. You can find me on Twitter at Fit Real Estate Agent. You can find me on Instagram at Smitty underscore public underscore comment. Um, and that's where we're really trying to make some differences in this world. All right. So, again, thank you for tuning in. Um, Catch me next time. I'm probably going to have somebody else just as solid. We probably ain't going to talk baseball, but if I can, I'm going to sneak it in there. Uh, but be sure that you tune in and share this, please. Share this, all this information. Again, this is not just baseball. This is this is our life that we're dealing with. Absolutely. All right. So understand that, y'all. With that, y'all be good. Check in to me next time. Make sure you tap in. And uh, it's been real. Peace Appreciate out, beautiful people. All right. Thank you. Shout out Bird. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his dance. These people do not understand. I'm moving as fast as I can. Sending my prayers to God. He doing whatever he can. I'm way too deep in this field. But fuck it, I'm taking a chance. That boy thinking he is a beast. I'm knocking him off his dance. And we rolling that dope up again. Ready to go spin again. That bitch gon' do what she do. But she know a young nigga the man is.